Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here in St. Louis. We got a special guest today. It's episode 80. And guys, let's welcome Kenny Wallace to the room today. Hey, Kenny. What's going on? Yeah, buddy. <sighs> is, that, is that the fans cheering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. This is a really nice setup. And uh, I'm honored that uh, Brad called me up or texted me to be here. Thanks. Yeah, it was uh, just a weird situation. Somebody on Twitter was giving Kenny some shit about some, you know, what employees should be paid bullshit. And I kind of wrote about our uh, minimum skill set, minimum wage podcast that we did. And I was like, well, hey, how about how about you just come down and spit some some fire for our guests? And um, like I said, this is completely wide open. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But before we get started... I have to ask you a question. I can't wait. Okay. So this is this is a would you rather question. Yep. Okay? Yep. So if you had to, you had to bang one chick. Oh, yeah. Would it be Kamala Harris or Nancy Pelosi? Oh, Kamala for sure. You just put a cover over her face. <laughs> <laughs> I already like this podcast. I didn't know what you could say. <sighs> Fuck you and all that. Oh, yeah. You can <laughs> yeah. take Hey, fuck man. shit, hey, cock. Man. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh my god. My uh, you know, I grew up uh in the city of St. Louis, and my mom and dad motherfucked everything. And now that we're older, I got on Snapchat because the kids were on there, and I thought, well, let me see what this about. And I'm on there, and I'm just motherfuck everything, having a good old time. And my mom jumps my ass. I'm like, what are you doing on Snapchat? She goes, you need to watch your mouth, mom. I said, mom. You and dad are the one that yelled motherfucker all the time at the races. And she goes, yeah, but it's very hard for me to see you cuss like that. I said, I'll do you a favor, mom. I'll block you. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I blocked my mom. She's much happier. <laughs> but yes, Kamala. So, I, hold on. I cannot stand that bitch, Nancy Pelosi. She's a horrible human being. Anybody that has enough balls like her to rip up that paperwork or uh, uh, Trump's speech uh, she just gets on her you know it's like Kenny Schrader says I have one nerve left and you're on it and that's Nancy oh yeah <laughs> I mean I think uh, everybody in this room's probably uh, probably voted the same way as you did in the last election and probably has a lot of the same views so uh, we're I mean you, you look at the state of the economy right now uh, the inflation numbers came out yesterday at eight and a half percent. Um, that's up from what two percent from just over a year ago, basically. I don't know what it was over a year ago, but I do know that that was like the target every year was around two percent, yeah. right? And and we've we've gone up uh, like a full percentage point in just the month of March, which they're trying to claim is all due to the Russia Ukraine war, but uh, I don't think that's really the case. That shit gets underneath my nerves so bad. So, look, there's so many things wrong right now that you could just write, you know, three or four things. Number one, there is no border anymore. I went and visited the border. It's on my YouTube page. They were happy I was there. The U.S. Border Patrol used to sponsor my race car. I'm incredibly knowledgeable about it. I know what's going on. I went down there. It's a free-for-all. You know, it's like Trump said, you either have a border or you don't. So, number one, the Democrats are opening the border up because they're training them to vote Democrat. So we'll live in a complete Democratic America down the road if we don't get a Republican in there stop it. That's number one. Num number two, uh, we've got uh, 
independent energy crisis that they don't want to fix. Yep. And am I talking too much? No, no, you're not talking enough. Good. Okay, number two, they they want to create this energy independence crisis, and and Elon Musk has already told them, look, I can't produce enough cars. We don't got enough energy. We don't got enough charging stations. Y'all better get some more oil. He put that on Twitter. So number two, they're 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 screwing that up. You know, they're talking about, well, when we when we shut down the pipeline, that hasn't not have doesn't have anything to do with it when it has everything to do with it. Because, you know, you keep that pipeline going and it makes much easier to transport oil. They want to make it, you know, harder. Yeah. Uh that that's just three things right there. It, it, you know, inflation, no border, in the, you know, we have no independence on energy. We're dependent on everybody. It it is a friggin' disaster right now. And then another thing that pisses me off really bad is when they go, Oh, the employment numbers are up. <laughs> I was just telling Austin this kid that works with me. I said, you know, the they they pick on the naive people in America, like critical thinkers, like you Google critical thinking. It's people that look up everything. You look it all up and then you and then you hopefully you went one through twelve. And a critical thinker goes, okay, I have all this information in front of me. The Democrats pick on naive people. Hey, we'll give you a free phone. Okay, I'll vote for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, this shit is out of hand right now. Uh, the transgender situation is off the charts. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're either born what you're born. Now, if you want to change, that's fine. But you can't compete in sports. No. If you want to create a new transgender situation where transgenders compete against each other, then fine. Yeah. You're either a man or a woman. I love everybody. I'm not against anybody. But that's, it's, it's just all out of hand right now. And it's them doing it. It's the Democrats doing it. Yeah, I, I want to circle back. So you brought up the energy thing. I think it's interesting because they are pushing, uh, I, I guess, I find it interesting that they want to push like the Green Deal, all this stuff. But at the same time, like, most people can't go out and buy a $60,000 electric car. You know what I mean? So if gas prices raise, right, then that is hopefully going to push people more into electric cars, I would think. Uh, but what, then they can't afford that, and then they can't afford gas. So Brad knows me good enough. I've um, <clears throat> Listen, I wasn't that talented, but the reason I lasted so long in NASCAR, I have 905 starts for a lot of you that don't know nothing about racing, which is a lot. And the reason I lasted in NASCAR is because I can sell product. I deal with corporate America. I've been up to Washington, D.C. I've stomped my ass through those Senate hallways with shoes on that hurt me. I've had the U.S. Border Patrol as a sponsor, as I told you, but another one I had, which was uh, Illinois Corn Growers, or NCGA, National Corn Growers Association. I've seen it all. You know, uh, corn, you know, uh, raw corn, you know, uh, they make ethanol out of. The when you when you find out how Washington D.C. works, it is so disappointing. For example, this is a real story. This is me. I go with men that are in ties, and you know these guys make six hundred thousand dollars a year. They get an apartment in Washington D.C. and they go in those Senate hallways, and it basically anybody can get in there. And you and you and you wait for that senator to come out of his office to go to the bathroom and you attack him. And that's the damn game that is played. I think Matt would probably take a different approach. <laughs> yeah. What would you tackle his ass? 
What? I sorry, I fucking blanked out there. Uh, when a senator comes out of his office, would you attack him or would you follow him into the bathroom? I mean, depends on who the senator is, I guess, right? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's good strategy, though. Follow him into the bathroom. That way, especially can... if there's a glory hole. <laughs> okay. You guys are fucking brutal. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what, when I first found out what a glory hole was, I dreamed about it. <laughs> Except you don't know what's on the other end. That's the worst part. And the worst part is, what if it feels good? And then you find out it's really bad. <laughs> so, don't ask questions. Something that I do want to talk about, though, that you brought up was the energy independence, which when Trump was in office, we were an independent country with oil, which does not mean that we only used um, North American oil. What it means is that we were exporting more than we were importing, essentially. Um one of the first executive orders Joe Biden did was close off the Keystone Pipeline XL deal, which basically would have helped. Like you said, it wasn't actually getting more oil, but it was getting it distributed quickly. Efficiently. More efficiently. No ships, now, no boats. Yeah, now we're importing stuff from over in China, which supplies most of the East Coast, or uh, Russia. So most of the oil that is going to the East Coast is the highest priced gases up in that area besides like California. And all that is coming from Russia itself. So I find it interesting that we're sitting here and what's that fucking bitch's name? Who's the... His uh, press lady, Pisaki oh, or what? I don't, Kasaki. Yeah, I fucking hate that lady. She's like saying, oh, we've pumped more oil in uh, our first year than Trump did in his last year. And it's like, it's total bullshit. It's not true at all. But like Kenny said that you have so many naive people that hear this and they're like, oh, look at this. We're doing so great. Joe Biden's a hero. Um, we just opened up the reserves, which me and Dan talked off air about before, about you know, like, oh, they need to open up these reserves to to help people out of the pump. But it's just a you're putting a band-aid over a huge hole. It doesn't it doesn't fix the actual issue. It just it's gonna lower the prices for a small period of time, but it's not gonna solve the the big issue of we're we're buying more than we're selling. So I talk so much, diagnosed hyperactive, so sometimes I lose what I'm thinking about. You you made me think about it. So the Democrats have this fake rally cry where they go, oh, you know, we've got more jobs. I'm like, you dumbass. You got fake jobs. These are people that you fired during the virus. Okay, now they're all coming back to work. I don't understand. What, do you really think that they think we're that dumb? That's why I say they're picking on the naive. You ever watch like uh, late night infomercials? <laughs> <laughs> Those, I think those are the people that they they prey Get on as well. Get your credit card out. No, this one guy, ah, uh, fuck, I forget his name. He was selling like holy water in a, in a, uh, and they buy it, and they buy it in in the infomercial. I had never seen it. I was just walking by the TV and it stopped me because I was like, how is this even fucking legal to tell people this shit? And this guy's on TV. He's like, if you buy this holy water and they have a testimonial, oh yeah, I bought the holy water and I I came out my door and there was 5,000 in cash just sitting there. And they're all lying. <laughs> yeah. My car was paid off a week later. I couldn't believe it. And it, it, and so I researched this guy because I wanted to fucking kill him. <laughs> and uh, he's got a moat around his house, fucking private security. And the dude is caught putting Aquafina in the fucking holy water <laughs> yeah you know but he he can fucking sit there with an infomercial and those are the people he's that's the dems yeah. yeah and i don't understand what their end game is because and, and this will probably be uh now this is a little bit of a comedy right here this will probably be my most 
profound statement of this podcast with you all. <laughs> there was a re- there is a reason everybody wants to come to America. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with that one. And they're trying to fuck it up for some reason. I don't get. I, we're not, once again, going back to what I said five minutes ago. What is the Democrats' end game? I, I, I don't. Why do they want to change what is so great? I'm going to tell you what. You go tell those people in Mexico. You know what? You know. I mean, they will. The shit that the Latinos will do, and I love them. I feel bad for them because I was down there bringing babies. And, you know, changes of clothes, marching through the swamp. You know how shitty Mexico has to be for them to want to, they want to come to the United States so bad. So why do we want to change the United States? So, I mean. We just got into this on our Instagram page. Some, Some guy like started giving a shit over capitalism. And uh, yeah. what did he I, say? I, I told Quit them riding them. billionaires' dicks or something. Yeah. <laughs> but to your point, you know, uh, so my dad employs probably 150 yep. uh, Hispanics. Right. Um, most of them, or not most of them, all of them came here legally. Legally. Uh, yeah, legally. And what's crazy is, so they're Hispanics from Mexico. Um, they're pissed off about the whole entire state because they did all the things they were supposed to do to come here legally. And now they're seeing these people come across the border illegally and are get they're actually getting more than what these people did. I mean, wh- how, how much money were we giving those families that got torn apart? Was it $100,000 last year? I thought that was just proposed. No, it never actually know. happened. I don't know, but so, that'd be fucking crazy. But I mean, it's like we need to protect our borders. It's the mm-hmm. greatest country in the world. Everybody wants to come here. There's no reason that we. So just why does it, it want to? Why do the Democrats want to change it? I don't get it. What, that's what I'm trying to say. What is their end game? It it makes no sense at all. You know, you got Nancy Pelosi. Her husband is hedge funder. He's in the. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we all love the stock market. I mean, he's kicking ass. Why do you want to change that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it it doesn't make it, it. It I said, okay, if you're a true Democrat, if you're Hillary Clinton or you know any of those that claim they're Democrats, they speak they speak a fork and tongue because they they preach that everybody should only have one pair of underwear, but yet they live like a Republican. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Good. No, I was just gonna say, I think that they know. I just feel like the Democrats, and this is all speculation. I don't know what the fuck I'm actually talking about, but it might be easier to control that side. So at the very top, they're not actually Democrats, but they can so they buy off Russia, people. So they can control. They're them. getting more money from from Jesus. people and all that. That's one person wanting to control life. When your lifespan, I that's what I was thinking about Putin. Me and Austin, a kid that works for me, we talk about psychology all the time. I said, go into a human's brain once. Every, I mean, lifespan. You know, we got. You know, hospitals can fix you all up now. And you're probably going to live to be about 75, 72 to 75. Knowing that you have this lifespan, why would you want to pretend to, like, rule the world when you know your ass is going to die anyway? Here's Putin over here trying to, I mean, murdering children. What gets into these people's heads? So if you're a Democrat and you want power, why? I mean, how much money? I know how much money I got, and it's enough. You know what I mean? I know how much money you got. It's never enough. Brad, it's it, never enough. But but you're <laughs> you're good to go. My point is, why do you want to rule the world? You know, why do you want to be Hitler? Why do you want to be Putin? Why do you want to be like that? 
So, uh, so I usually take the the wrong end of the scenario mm. on a lot of these deals. He said they all had little wieners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I fit, I fit that mold. One time we had a podcast, <laughs> and what was the question? It was like, who we, if, if you could interview anybody, if you, if you could, could go have lunch, lunch with somebody, with anybody. He picked Hitler. Yeah, I picked Hitler. So <laughs> smart man. Well, and the reason I picked that is I think that so I most of the time I think. People like this are actually some of the smartest humans in the world, but that's the problem. They're almost too smart for their own good. And then when they do get that little bit of power, I think it goes to their head. Um, but I do think, I mean, not this, I'm not, I'm not saying no, any of that's you're right. Smart. I'm not you're, saying any of that's right. Everything that these people are doing is completely no, and utterly wrong. Look, look at me. I'm into, I'm into th- critical thinking. You want to pick Hitler because you want to know how this man took over a complete country. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's an influence thing. Give them all a pill? Yeah. I get it. And to think, I mean, he did that before the internet, before social media. I mean, he did it literally by doing speeches and influencing people in that way. So uh, I usually take the wrong direction on a lot of that stuff. And I do think the whole war with Ukraine and Russia could have been avoided in general uh, if they would have just listened to a little statement that they didn't want Ukraine to join uh, NATO. NATO. Um, But something I wanted to ask you, is Joe Biden came in office. He signed a bunch of executive orders. Okay. If you were to become president tomorrow, what would your first executive order be that you would sign? Shut the damn border down. And here's why. Because me and your dad have had great conversations and your dad's got a nice piece of paper signed by Trump. They both agree. Nobody, America's not against anybody. But when you look back, in the history of America, most of our most of the worst moments in our history are from people, other countries that came over here to kick our ass because they got a heart on for us. So, you know, I just really feel like uh, they are little by little. See, pe- people don't want to get you. They're patient. That's like when 9-11 happened. Those people lived over here for years. They come over like as kids, lived down in Florida partied with everybody, and those son of a bitches were patient. And they learned how to fly airplanes, you know, and 20 years later, you know, these are like kamikaze pilots. So my point is this. The reason we the border would be number one is because they feel, I'm, I'm thoroughly, I thoroughly feel this way, the Mexican people, love the United States so much that they'll do anything to get over here. What group gives them the best chance to get over here? Democrats. Yeah. So when they get over here, their dad, their mom, their brothers, their sister. So you bring a kid over here right now that's 10 years old. In 10 years, he's going to be voting Democrat. Yeah. So I just feel like the Republicans are much, much better at business. I think they're basically much better at, uh, you know, keeping United States on track. That's the number one thing I would do. Not that I have any ill will towards anybody. I just feel like we won't have democracy. It will be a one world order. It will Socialism be all, at its best. It, yes, yeah. it will be. It will, now, and I want to be clear. People could be listening to me right now. They go, oh, Kenny Walsh, you say you love everybody, but you want to shut the border down. You're not listening. You're not a critical thinker. I'm saying we need to shut the border down. And like your dad did, 
go hire 150 Latinos illegally, okay? They make all this money and they give it back to their families. Mm. But they're thankful for the law yeah. and rule and order. You know, it's like, it's like they want to get rid of the police. What the fuck are these people <laughs> thinking? Well, they just found out. You know, all them Democrats up there in New York right now, they caught that, that guy that went in there and smoked, bombed. And, in the subway. Yeah, now they all, I, today I'm listening to radio, and now they're all bragging about the police. I'm like, oh, now you're bragging about the police. Yeah. So that's why I say they're fork and tongue, and that's what I would do. So uh, somebody who typically funds a lot of those projects is George Saros. Why yeah. do you think nobody's actually gone after him yet? I don't know. What, I, I, I've been... What is the deal with that guy? I don't know enough about him. Basically, it seems like he's just kind of the big funder of everything. I think he's involved with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, didn't he get like, wasn't he paying people to show up? Yeah, during the protest. During like, the protest. He hired, and he was the one to game Kim, Kim Gardner off some money. She just got her ass yeah, in trouble. Yeah, exactly. And Kim Gardner, real, man, though. we could go on about her for a while. Yeah, but She's that shit's fucking real. Total. You know, yeah. like the Russia deal with Trump, that was all fake and it's yeah. been proven and that's just done. But this Kim Gardner... She got her ass in trouble and she pleaded no contest. Yeah, she, she's, she's the reason Eric Greitens got kicked out of office. Yeah. Her solely. So. Yes. Hmm. Well, Funded by Soros. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, you guys got anything else or do you want to call this episode done? I think we're good on time. Okay. So Kenny, thanks for stopping by for our Shoot the Shit Guys, make sure you stay tuned because on our next episode, Kenny's going to stick around and we're going to talk a little bit more on perception, uh, maybe give a little more background on Kenny himself and some business dealings that he's been involved with besides racing. And thanks for listening. See ya. Man, how much do I owe you for therapy? <laughs>